if you can hear my voice right now, that means that you are purposely tuning into this podcast. So please be sure to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Upright with Eve. Be sure to do that. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review. It lets me know that you enjoy this podcast. I appreciate you for taking the time out to spend this time with me. Let's get into the show. Good people, good people, good people. What's good, family? You know what? To me, I'm literally like that favorite cousin. The one that's going to be honest with you. And the one that's probably going to tell you, bro, that ain't the right fucking decision. Or sis, come on now, sis. You supposed to be using that child support money to put little Ray Ray through private daycare where they wiping stuff down. Come on now. Come on. I really feel like I'm like that favorite cousin. Like, legit. This is your favorite cousin, Eve. I'm here to talk to y'all. Episode 12, my relationship with a guy. Actually, let me rephrase that. My relationship with a man. Before I go a step further, I do want to say that uh, the world lost a legend. Yesterday, Chadwick Boseman, um, he lost his battle with colon cancer. Uh, He was 43. A lot of you, uh, of course, will know him from Black Panther. He was King T'Challa. He also graced the screen in uh, Spike Lee's new Netflix movie. It is called The Five Bloods. It is, to me, uh, an African-American war movie, uh, if you will. It actually shows four African-American Vietnam vets who traveled back to Vietnam, seeking the remains of their fallen squad leader and uh, a gold fortune that he helped them hide. So check that out. Um, Chadwick, we love you. We appreciate you for allowing us to believe again, to believe in, in magic, to believe in things that make us go wild mentally and that make us celebrate who we are, the magic within us. Thank you for allowing us to dream on a scale that reached the adults that traveled down through our children. We thank you for allowing us to dream and to believe in magic. What I'm learning about the legends and the icons that we are losing is that we have to live our lives. We have to chase our dreams. We have to set an example for the little eyes that look up to us. We have to actually go for the things that we want. It's not an option. It's not a choice. We have to take life by the horns. And if we believe that we are a star, we have to walk in that every single day. Even when no one's looking, we have to continue to be great. We have to continue to be strong 
I mean, we're talking about this brother was fighting colon cancer. And in between fuming movies, he was going through surgeries and going through chemo. And so many people clown him for losing weight and for looking uh, in a way that wasn't of a hero. And he absolutely was the ultimate hero. So make sure that you guys are cleaning out your closets and doing the things and the necessary work that will propel you to be all that you ever can dream of. What you can guarantee is that I will be there each step of the way, holding your hand, walking through this with you. Sometimes starting is the most difficult thing, but I'm telling you, after you start and you stay consistent, your dreams will start to unravel right before your eyes. So just keep going. And when that road gets tough, man, y'all better cut on my damn podcast to get some inspiration. All right, let's talk about this relationship with this man so y'all can know what I'm talking about because y'all going to be jealous and it's all good. It's cool to be jealous or envious because I got a good man in my corner and I appreciate him and love him to the fullest. Now, the first thing I want to say is that it's always been uberly difficult for me to make male friends. The only way that you can actually have a relationship with a guy is that, you know, you're his friend first, you're interested in him, you want to know what he's about, all of that good jazz, right? But for as long as I can remember, it's been so difficult for me to make male friends. Dudes either thought like, oh, I'm going to take their girlfriend, or oh, I'm trying to be their friend so I can talk to their sister, or they mama, <laughs> um, like so many different fucking things, bro. Like so many different things. But I never had luck just making a male friend and that and that guy like being comfortable with being my friend. Like, and if so, like I have had a couple, like literally two, and it was like the the friendship ended weirdly. Like, a friend of mine I had a couple of years ago, uh, we were super cool. Like, we had our inside jokes. We hung out. Him and his girl, me and my peoples hung out. Like, it was cool. But then it was like, okay, we go hang out at their place for his birthday. And, like, you trying to force me to do drugs, bro. Like, no. Like, wait. I, I brought the liquor. We ordered food. And, like, now you're trying to force me to do drugs with you. And then you're going to guilt trip me to say, oh, like, my homeboy passed away and you should just take a toke for him. Like, okay, if I don't do drugs, I don't do drugs, my guy. Like, like, stop. So, like, it's always been, like, something really, really weird that made me feel like, nah, like, I'm good. Like, nope, I'm cool. I'll stay in my little in my little fucking bubble. Because people literally, like, why you being weird? Like, why you got to be weird? So it's always been a struggle. Like, high school, um, I had, like, a couple of bros that was real close to me. Like, oh, that's my bro. We go play ball. We got the same barber. Like, I did smoke pot when I was in high school. So it was like, okay, we smoke pot together. But as I got older, like, it was super hard to make friends at work. And that always confused me because it was like, okay, do you not want to be my friend because you're worried about the other people that either think I'm weird or that 
like think I'm a guy. There were so many people at a lot of places I've worked, um, usually call centers or um, like packaging companies, places like that, that never knew that I was a woman. Like, I think that that's like the weirdest fucking thing. Like, okay, so a guy's name is Eve. I've been wearing this name tag or you walk past my desk and you see my name plate and you still think I'm a guy. And then you have that strange bunch of people that literally is just like, oh, well, I don't want to be her friend because her gay metaphors may make me gay when they reach out into the air. And then when I inhale, it's going to go through my nose and then I'll be gay inside. Like, it's always the weirdest fucking shit with people. And it's a huge misconception that I ever have even wanted friends. Like, I'm never pressed to go out. I'm a complete hermit. I love staying in. I make my house comfortable so that if I don't have to go out, like, ever, I don't. Like, if I'm not having to go to work, like, the times where I've took vacation, yeah, like, I will stay in my house for two weeks. Like, I'll literally get groceries delivered so that I don't have to leave my house. So I've never really been, like, super, uber pressed to have, like, a group of friends Like, I do think that now that I'm getting older, I want to have those friends, like, in friendships where it's, like, we go on trips together, we travel together, we hike together, like, stuff like that. But when I weigh the odds, I'm still not that pressed. To me, with a lot of black men, and I I find that, like, I can only speak to what I know, I think it's also safe to say in the black community, a lot of people have this misconception of, like, oh masculine lesbians of color feel angry towards guys or we feel like we hate all guys in the world or you know it's like we're angry at guys or we actually want to be men like I think that that's like so like so weird like yes like I joke like oh I'm a grown-ass man like don't even fucking play with me like because on Tuesdays and on Fridays I do wake up sometimes feeling like a grown-ass man like don't get the game fucked up But it's not because I have a problem with men. It's not because I'm angry at men. It's not because I have daddy issues. It's not because I've lost two brothers. Like, it has nothing to do with any of that shit. I legit be cool, bro. Like, I'm the coolest person that, like, that, like, you'll find. I don't cause no beefs. I'm not checking for nobody, lady. Like... If you the dude, I'm going to let you have all the muscles in the world. Like, I know I'm strong. I know my capabilities. I know what the pull, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even be bugging. Like, I literally just feel like a lot of people and a lot of guys and men are intimidated by a masculine lesbian of color. And I say of color specifically because that's the only perspective I can talk from. So as far as being out on a date, And like the waiter, like, oh, you know, thanks for coming to such and such and paying attention more to the feminine, you know, female at the table. And they're just like, oh, so you and your son are out on a date. First of all, like, fool, you know that I'm not her fucking son. And if I have to send her from this table, you're going to really be positive that I'm not her fucking son. Like, so, you know, like I've seen so many different like dudes that don't know me. Even like at places like the gas station, at at fast food restaurants, try to completely play me to the left, especially male waiters. I find that male waiters really be trying that shit. 
And it's just like, I think some of them probably be thinking like, well, damn, like if this chick is dating or if this chick is married to this person, then I definitely got a chance. Like, first of all, like she not gay for the stay. Like, this is it, bro. So relax your loins before we fuck up your tip, bro. Like, for real. Like, that shit be blowing me. Like, that shit, <laughs> it be blowing me, dog. I do know that, like, my confidence, like, the way that I see myself, I see myself as a multifaceted, multi-layered human being. So I'm able to adjust my ego. I'm able to live in my personality bubble, like, I can be much. I can be a bit much sometimes. But like when I'm in an environment where I feel like, oh, me being who I am is about to make old boys start sweating and acting stupid. I just be chilling because it's like at the end of the day, nobody's ever going to make me feel like, oh, I'm not good enough to be around them. So it's like, dude, I'm going to chill in my little space while you over there with your anxiety and a lot of shit definitely going on with you, like, you now talking deeper or you're standing more erect, it's like, bro, like, we're can we're two completely different people. Like, we have completely different outlooks on life. You know, I find that no matter who we are, be it masculine, feminine, whatever, gay, straight, however, you know, people decide to identify, it's super important that you show up as your whole self. And I've never understood why, like, strangers and shit be trying to cause problems, like, especially in places that are, like, business establishments, restaurants, stores. I have the worst fucking time in Walmart to the point where since the pandemic started, I haven't been to Walmart because, like, Walmart is the is the place that literally makes me want to fucking, like, throw down, like, fight, dog, because, like, the Walmart associates, the cashiers, everybody just be on some stupid shit. Like, damn, you never seen a man with titties before? <laughs> it's like, nah. But I do be thinking that shit sometimes. Like, why are you bugging? Like, I'm coming in your fucking establishment where you work. The money that trickles down and calculates out your paycheck. Like, I'm coming to spend my, my money with you, Slim. Like, relax and tell me where the fuck the boxer briefs are. Like, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong with you? It's so crazy, though, like, how society paints gay individuals. Like, I'm, like, old-school lesbian. Like, for some reason, these new-school lesbians, especially the ones that are, like, dominant, they call themselves studs. I still call myself a dom. I'm from D.C. That's just what it is. But it's like, you can be in the club or shit. You can be in the mall. And one of them will, like, me mug you. And it's almost like a universal, like, hey, how you doing in dom language or in stud language. Like, I don't. I I really, like, I don't really have no problem with you because I don't know you. You could be cool as fuck, but I'm not about to sit here and act like I got a problem with you, bro. Like, I think that shit is so weird, but, like, maybe that's just the way the society is. Like, I for me, I can't have a problem with somebody that I don't know. Like, I, I can say, though, that I'm grateful that I'm at a point in my life where I have someone that accepts me that was not only able to win my heart, but also able to be able to understand my mind. Like, man, y'all have no idea. So I think now it's been a little over a year. Um, I actually met him in July of 2019. A mutual friend of ours actually put us in link with each other. 
the mutual friend thought that we would be a good like fit for each other. And I mean, when I first met him, I'm gonna call him Slim for the episode because that's his nickname. Um, when I first met Slim, it was almost like I knew him, like it was like a close kindred feeling. We scheduled to like meet up a couple of times. Um, and the times that we did successfully uh link with each other, I found out like, okay, like he went through the system, like me, like I went through the system. You know, we both had weird experiences, um, and similar experiences like with our background, like with our moms and, and shit like that, like completely crazy. And at first I was like really reserved, you know, like it's hard for me to trust men in general for some reason. And I feel like that is because like a, uh, a huge chunk of my life, my dad wasn't present. So for me, I find that like your dad is where you're able to establish how to trust a man. Um, and I think that that's something that a lot of people don't really, they don't quite get it. It's really simple though. Like your dad is where you establish how to trust a man, how to communicate with a man, like all of those things. And I find that to be true for males with fathers and females with fathers. So I didn't really have that down pat yet. It was almost like, I don't really know how to communicate properly. Um, But I was like, you know what, just relax, go with the flow. So we laughed a lot. We joked a lot. And it was almost like every two weeks, two and a half weeks or so, we was meeting up when we had time. Um, and I appreciate and I love this guy so much, y'all. Like, I never thought that aside from my brother and now be my, because my dad is in my life, I love my dad and I appreciate him, uh, his wisdom and his presence in my life. I never thought that like aside from my brother and aside from my dad in this exact moment, I never thought that I would have a man in my life that I appreciated and that I trusted, like literally trusted to see things that I didn't see. You know what I'm saying? To to see things that may be better for me from his point of view. Um, It's so fucking crazy, though, because sometimes like when I'm headed to meet him, like when I'm headed to meet up with him, it's like, wow, like this is something that I've really committed to. This is something that I put my trust into. I've had commitment issues with so many things, with the gym. Oh my gosh, with work projects, like with kids, with so many things. Like, and I am I look up and it's like a little bit over a year now that me and him have really been going steady. Like, I mean... Wow, like he's a great communicator. Um, he's very intelligent. He's funny. He works out. Like every single thing that you would want in a man that is leading, you know, a part of your life. The thing that I find attracted me the most to him is he remembers that I'm a human. You know, a lot of people will look at the way I dress. You know, I'm in sneakers, I'm in sweats, I'm in a t-shirt or I'm in a fitted hat or a snapback or whatever. I got my chain on. I'm chilling and I'm very, very masculine. A lot of people have also told me that I look mean in public. Okay, nice person you'll meet, but whatever. 
But he remembers, like, and interacting with me and communicating with me and growing with me that I'm a human. Like, my parents shouldn't come in between what we have. And usually what I've experienced in having relationships, mainly friendships, of course, um, with men is that my masculinity makes them be, like, overly aggressive And for some reason, they'll think that that makes me stand down when I'm with Slim and when I'm around him. I'm able to be fully me and he's able to be fully him. And I've never experienced this so wholeheartedly with another person like ever that I wasn't like in a full fledged, deeply years deep relationship. And or I guess you can say marriage um, now at this point if we're speaking past tense. He acknowledges my masculinity as a chunk of my personality. Um, And it's something that has been a long time coming for me, which is why I don't have relationships, you know what I'm saying, with men. And I haven't, like in the past. Slim has been completely open and honest with me, like about what he wants in life and about the things that he's doing and the goals that he's setting to be able to go after those goals and dreams. Um, When we do talk and when we do check in with each other about, you know, what we're currently working on, what we're currently doing, we're both able to provide each other with support, um, with encouragement. We laugh a lot. Like y'all have no idea. Like we laugh so much. And, like, Slim, I love you, like, so much, like, so, so much. You are literally, like, the best barber that anybody could have, like, anybody could have. Yes, y'all heard me right. He's my barber. Like, y'all really thought I was out here dating guys? Come on now. Come on now. Really? Me? All y'all didn't know me? Come on. Come on. Let's not. I had y'all though. We 21 minutes in and y'all still listening, thinking that I'm having a whole relationship with a man. Y'all need help. Y'all need professional help. Y'all need professional fucking help. This episode was a tribute to my barber. He has been a close friend of mine, man. Like I've never had a male confidant as an adult. And he's been my male confidant. Like I've told him every single fucking thing. I've told him my stresses, my worries, my fears, all of that shit. And I wanted to tell him how much I appreciate him and how much I love him. What I can say is the importance of male relationships, especially for masculine presenting individuals like myself, um, is so many areas of our lives that we are able to benefit from relationships like this. Um, like, literally, there are so many areas of my mind that only a man can relate to. Like, should I say Slim understands. He completely stands in acknowledgement of it. You know, he is an amazing, amazing man. Dude, I love you if you're listening to this shit. I hope you laughed, but I also hope that anyone that's like me, that puts their pants on like me every single day, um, as a woman wearing male pants every single day, that was a pun. It was a weak one, but whatever, it's my show. Um, But yeah, like, I hope that Whoever listened to the show understood that having that one person in your corner, you know what I'm saying, that isn't the person, of course, that you're in a relationship with or that you're married to, it's not your parents, it's not your kid, it's super, super, super important. Um, and I appreciate that one person in my life that's been consistent, you know, that I that I meet up with every two weeks, you know, that I'm able to, 
get things and trust him from a different perspective, a barber's perspective. Um, I trust him. You got to trust these people out here with your headlines for they push that shit back. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have a five head and be having cinemas. I'd rather just have dreams. Man, look, I appreciate you. I love y'all family. I hope that you are appreciating and keeping the people who are keeping you sane, close, and uplifted. This episode was dedicated to my man, Slim. I appreciate you, brother. I'm coming to see you. I got that fucking appointment September 9th at 3.30. That's that birthday haircut for me. So you know I'm coming in that joint lit beyond understanding. Look, if y'all listening to this episode, I love you. The cousin that you never had and always fucking wanted. Your favorite cousin, Eve. I'm signing off. Good night. Good people. Peace. Peace.